This is a no-fluff podcast created for busy women. We are Bailey and Brianna. We are dedicated to helping women break up with dieting and rethink the way you look at food, sharing the real secret to fat loss, learning how your body actually works. Our goal is to give you the tools that you need to navigate BS diet culture and empower you to feel confident with your food choices so that you can sustainably reach your goals. Take a quick sip and welcome to Mocktail Minutes. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mocktail Minutes. This is Bailey. And this is Brianna. Today I'm drinking, I'm back to my Ravy. So it just came back in stock. Everyone's all happy again, but I'm drinking the hibiscus mint berry. I think that's how you say it, but it's pretty good. I love that one. I'm going to order some today and I'm going to order like a few so that. Oh, I have like four of them right now because I'm scared they're going to go out of stock again. (laughs) I know I need it, especially going into summer. I love it. Today I'm drinking an only what you need protein shake. I said I was going to try out some like pre-made shakes. This one is pretty good. It's 20 grams of protein. It has some fiber in it. Is that has plant-based? Yes. It's plant-based. Yeah. There's no dairy in it. And I will say like for a non-dairy one, it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I tried Um, the chocolate one. I like that one. Yeah. I've tried the chocolate. This is the vanilla. It's pretty good. I think my favorite is like, they have like a cold brew one or a coffee flavored one. That's my favorite. Sometimes I'll grab that and like something else for like a snack from the store if I'm just in a rush. So yes, (laughs) these out. They're a good option. Yes. So yeah, check those drinks out. Check out Ravy before they sell out again, because you'll be sad if you miss it. The other one I really like is the pineapple one. I forget what it's fully called, but it's pineapple. I need to try that one. I'm going to get like one of every flavor today. (laughs) All right. So this week we are talking about another highly questioned subject, and it's going to be about belly fat, but more specifically stress and belly fat. Yes, because you can't talk about one without the other. So stress and belly fat just go hand in hand. And I think that's something people don't realize. So we're going to kind of get down to the nitty gritty and why that is. Yes. So first off, we have cortisol. This is your stress hormone. It's going to be produced in your adrenal glands. And then your hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access controls how much your body is going to release just from a certain situation. So this is going to be elevated in like our fight or flight response. It's an important process to happen. Anytime we are stressed out, this is going to get released. It's our body's normal reaction. Like if you are running from a bear, your cortisol levels are going to get increased. But also if you're under eating, you're going to be high cortisol level there as well. But basically, it's like all of our cells, they have these receptors so that they can communicate with what's going on in our body. If our cortisol is increased, these cell receptors are going to pick that up so they know how to react. And this is why cortisol has an effect on like our blood sugar, our metabolism, inflammation, and even just like forming memories. And I try to think of this too, like if we... If we were running from a bear, I mean, that's probably something you're going to remember. So you're it gonna does want to remember. <laughs> yeah. You're going to want to remember what to do and you're going to remember that feeling. And I think this is probably also the reason why our high stress situations, they always stick out really big in our life where we don't always tend to remember like the really exciting and happy situations. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think it's because like, we, first of all, we need cortisol to survive. So like, you know, like you said, it plays a huge part in our fight or flight. It helps get us out of bed in the morning. 
without cortisol, you would die. So we want to like make that perfectly clear. You need cortisol. I mean, like you said, it plays into your blood sugar, your sleep, it plays into digestion, a whole bunch of things. Because for example, when you are going to get chased by a bear and you have that fight or flight, everything that is not detrimental to like that moment in time, it slows down. So yeah, you're going to have an increased heart rate. You're going to be able to like run fast, you know, survive, but you don't really need to be digesting food at that time. You know, you don't really need to be doing other things. So you'll notice when you're in a high level of stress, like all that is kind of messed up. Like everybody kind of has GI issues. They have sleep issues. They have all kinds of things. So we need cortisol, but we don't want it all the time. We don't want to constantly be flooded with it because we're not always in that fight or flight. Like sometimes we're just we're hanging out yeah. the majority of the majority of our life. <laughs> yeah. We just need to kind of like hang out. And this is something I talk a lot about my clients with, especially ones who are having a lot of t- trouble with digesting food. I'm like the foundational pieces of bloating. One of them is stress management. And mm-hmm. if we are constantly in this high stress state of life, and then we're rushing through our meals, just chowing down food and shoving it down our throat, yeah, you're probably going to have some GI things going on. You're probably going to have some bloating. And this is something it's actually really cool to see play out. Not that I want people to have bloating and then have to (laughs) fix it. But when you start to just like take five deep breaths before you have a meal and you just calm your body down. I mean, I can't stress how many times we go through our day and we don't even, I look back and we, I didn't even take a deep breath all day long. Like I haven't just breathed, like sat down and take a breath. (laughs) No, but that's such a good point because we don't, we're never taking like full deep breaths. It's shallow breathing. We're racing through our day. Like if you think about your normal day, it is all high stress. And so this is something that I try to tell clients as well. Like it's not always the bad stress, you know, like, okay, work is stressful. You know, you know, having kids stressful, stressful, but it's also like that positive stress, like that hustle mentality. We like to be go, go, go. We're super busy. We like to be doing all the things. Sometimes people feel like they run really well that way, but that's because they've been in a high stress all the time. Yeah. And I do too. I'm like, I love feeling, you know, really productive and doing all the things, but that's also stress. So good stress, bad stress. It's all stress. It's all like increasing cortisol. And yeah, like you said, we're not really breathing. We're going, we're eating in the car. We're doing all the errands. We're shallow breathing. Like we're just always stressed sometimes just sitting and taking a deep breath, you know, especially before a meal, actually chewing your food instead of just like hogging it down in five minutes in the car. Like let's chew our food. Like Yes. I yell at Josh about that all the time because so for example, like we'll have a burger and a salad or something for dinner and I will be still eating my salad and he's done with all this food. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, no, one's going to take away your food. Just calm down. Yeah. And he's like, I'm so used to it because he played baseball in college. So he's like, we had 10 minutes to eat, or we had to eat while at study hall or something, just because we were always go, go, go. And I'm like, you're not playing baseball anymore. You're yeah. enjoying dinner with me. <laughs> Slow down. And yeah. Sit there and breathe. But we're just, we're used to that. Like we're yes. used to that busy lifestyle. And so it's just, I think the majority of us are stressed without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good come to Jesus moment for so many people that I have, to, I have to help them through because we don't realize how fast we're just running through our life. And 
kind of like Josh's example where he's just so used to eating fast where it doesn't feel weird to him. Like I'm the weird one, I guess to him, but when we're so used to these different situations where we're go, 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 we don't realize how much of effect it can have on our body. And we don't realize it until we make that change and take the time to slow down. And even with our just normal everyday stressors that we consider to be a normal amount of stress. And then even if we take away some of that stress, I think a lot of us are still running in a high stress situation. And this is something that I had to have my own come to Jesus moment because like I was in school, I was in college and then I was in grad school. And then I was also interning. I was also working. Like I had lots of things going on. So yeah, my body was tired. I was stressed out and then being done with all that and moving into running a business, being a dietitian, doing all these things, it felt like less stress. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm fine now. But I had an HDMA hair test done and my body was like, what are you still doing to me? So I think that's an important part too, is even if you feel less stress than normal, are you still having so much high stress? Are you still running on a high stress day? Right. And I know a lot of people are going to be listening to this and be like, okay, well, I can't fix that. Like I can't fix fix all these stressors I have. And we get that. Like not every day you're going to be able to like lay on a beach and have a tropical vacation. Okay. Like I wish, but there's things you can do to manage stress. And I don't know if we have a a video, an episode on that, but maybe we will, because there's things that you can do that can greatly reduce your stress in your normal everyday life. That doesn't involve you like quitting your job and like moving to an Island, you know, but prolonged stress those like increased hormones, they really affect you. Like they affect your blood pressure. They affect your blood sugar. And they just keep you in this state of having like high cortisol all the time. It leads to belly fat. And honestly, like that's a huge, I think women, especially because we get this a lot, like I just can't get rid of my belly fat. Like you might be working out, you might be eating all the things that you think you should be eating. And then you still have this problem area. And honestly, it has so much to do with stress and sleep and alcohol too, but stress. Yeah. It really, it comes down so many times, I think to this stress piece, because it's something which kind of just put to the side. We know we should be managing our stress. Like we know this people tell us that all the time, but then I also think it comes to a point too, where we're like, well, that's just another thing I have to add to my to-do list. And that's kind of how I thought about it as well. But, and I'm still a work in progress here and (laughs) working on being more proactive with my stress and just practicing something daily to help just bring myself back down to earth. I think that has been super helpful, even though it's another thing on to-do list. Well, now I'm able to come into my to-do list so much more level-headed and just able to get stuff done. So it doesn't take me as long. I can focus better. So even though it feels like another thing, it's another thing that's going to help the other pieces in your life. It's really, it will decrease the stress we are putting on your body. And like Brianna said, this is a huge contributor to this abdominal fat that I hear so many women, like, I just want to lose this belly fat. And Mm -hmm. I think it's coming to a point too, where we are so stressed out about not seeing this belly fat magically go away. And I'm I'm not saying magically, like you guys aren't putting in the work and I'm saying magically, like, I don't know, like it's frustrating that it's not happening. So we're getting so frustrated about it and we're just adding more fuel to the fire there. And I did, like I said, come to Jesus moment with one of my clients. I'm like, we have 
got to just stop thinking about the scale. I'm not even going to ask you about your weight loss. I'm not going to ask you about inches lost. I'm not even going to ask you how your clothes are fitting because it's coming to the point where we're stressing out so much about this. It's doing no good. Mm -hmm. As soon as we did that, I'm not kidding you. A week later, her pants were getting looser. Yeah. Oh no. Stressing about not being able to lose belly fat is a huge reason why you're having a hard time losing belly fat. It's like, it's also like that reel that I made that I was like, you know, what's worse than eating like quote unquote bad food, stressing about eating bad food. Like we don't realize how much that really does affect us. And then, you know, going back to the whole mindset piece, when you're feeling stressed about something, usually it dictates the actions that you take. Maybe you start eating a little bit less. Maybe you start working out a little bit more, which by the way, overworking out is a stress. It increases cortisol. Like all of it goes hand in hand. So I know it's hard to be like, well, how do I just stop thinking about it? Well, you know, taking that off the table, like, okay, what is something you're doing every day? That's making you feel stressed about your belly fat or about your weight. Is it every morning when you're checking the scale? Is it when you keep trying on that pair of pants that, you know, you haven't fit in in a while, whatever it is just don't do it. Trust the process, cut it out. If you're someone who does it every day, maybe try every week. You know, I mean, I would love it if you never checked, you know, and you were just, you know, fine with it, but it's so much It's easier said than done. Cause I, I have clients all the time. They're like, I know you told me not to do it. And okay. I'm not doing it every day, but you know, it's like, okay, well doing it once a week is better than doing it once a day. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, it's so often that the stress we are putting on ourselves is what, what's causing all these issues. And like you're saying, like, it's so easy to just be like, oh, manage your stress. Oh, do this so you're not as stressed. But actually having to go through the motions and figuring out what's even causing that stress in the first place, I think that is a hard piece to work through. And that's something that we help you work through. So yeah, we're not saying that you should never be stressed out. We're just saying, what can we do to number one, decrease that stress? Number two, maybe even increase our stress capacity to where we can handle it without our body just going out of control. We can handle it without just feeling like we need to go to an island for a week in order to just live our normal life. So I think that's a good point there too. And I've actually read a really good definition. I saw this, I think it was like a presentation I listened to one time, but they define stress as stress within the body is a non-specific response that allows the body to adapt to its environment to maintain homeostasis or balance. And Dr. Hans Seal, I think that you say his name, but he was the one who said this. And I love that definition because like what you're saying, like stress is normal. We need this in our life. And it's just trying to create this balance in our body. It's just trying to keep us normal in all these different situations. Oh, our body is Goldilocks. Like I always say that with like blood sugar, our body likes to maintain this homeostasis. So yes, you can increase your stress threshold. You absolutely can, but a lot of people think this means just be okay with it, figure it out, you know? And it's like, well, that's not it, you know? So, I mean, maybe we will talk about, because I do want to circle back to you saying like, sometimes putting on your to-do list makes it seem more overwhelming because I get that a lot. And I've also felt this way too. So let's circle back to like some things you can do. So yeah, I mean, there's a ton of things. I know for me, I was someone who was like, I really want to do like, journaling. Like that's something I want to do. And I put it on my to-do list and it was there for like months. And I was like, okay, this isn't happening. And then I was stressed out that I wasn't doing this de-stress like thing, you know? So 
I would say find something that really works for you. Something that I really like is doing breath work, but not the whole, like, let's put on an app and do breath work. Cause again, that's another thing you have to do. I'm talking like in the moment, breathe, Mm -hmm. like take some deep breaths. First of all, we're always breathing. That's something you could do in the car. You could do it in the morning, you know, before you yell at your kids, like you could do it anytime you could do it while you're in bed, laying down, you don't even need to open your eyes. Like taking, I like to, I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of different like ways to do it. I just like taking a deep breath in for like six seconds, holding it for about six seconds and then trying to release it for a little bit longer, like seven or eight seconds doing that a couple of times. That is actually going to really help decrease your stress Mm -hmm. in the moment. And think about if you just start doing that a couple of times a day, that's going to decrease your stress. And then the other thing I like to do that I actually can do, because I'm a list person So instead of journaling, I just started like brain dumping. So sometimes when I'm really overwhelmed, I'll get a piece of paper out and it's mostly like a to-do list brain dump. I'll just write down everything that I have to do. I'll get it down on paper and then I look at it. I'm like, what absolutely needs to be done today? Like if it doesn't get done, the world's going to fall apart. Let's do that. And then everything else, once you see it on paper, you're like, okay, yeah, that needs to get done. But that's not really a today thing. It just makes your mental capacity for all the things you have to do. Like you just feel so much more energized because you're like, okay, all the stuff that was floating around in my brain, it's on paper. I see what I actually need to do now. I can tackle this. So that's something I really like to do too, is just making those to-do lists because I I'm like old school. I'm an old school person. I have a paper and pen planner and to-do list. And so I think that is super helpful. I write out my weekly planner. I write out a to-do list of things that don't necessarily have a time date stamp on them. And I think that's something it's just super helpful to be like, do I actually need to do this today? And I don't want it to come as like, just constantly procrastinate, wait till the last second to do all your things, but be honest with yourself. If you have something that you're like, I need to get it done Friday. I have it on my list for today on a Monday. Well can I just move it? Can I do it Wednesday when my day is less busy? Something like that is so beneficial, so helpful to just decrease that load you're putting on yourself. And even just writing it all out instead of trying to remember everything in our head. Something else I really like, I if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I love my walks. I go on my daily walks all the time. And I used to do it where I would listen to a podcast or music every time I do it. But now I've really been liking just not listening to anything. It's having no stimulation. (laughs) Yes. Like my brain is just allowed to be empty for a second, especially in the mornings, the birds are chirping, the sun is shining. Like it feels good to not to have to do something as I'm walking. So I think that has been super helpful for me in the mornings just to kind of clear my head and it kind of, it gets my movement in too. So kind of killing two birds with one stone there. And then something else I really like, this is going to sound really weird. I know, but I just like to lay on the floor sometimes, like just lay there, <laughs> lay there. Yeah, just lay there and just melting. need a minute. I'm just melting into the floor. Don't mind me. Leave me be. That's whatever works. Honestly, whatever you have to do, do it. Because I do think, I mean, we're in this whole self-care thing. Like that's so big these days. And I love that, but I can't tell you how many times clients have been like, it feels like another thing I have to do. And I get that. Cause I'm like, yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. Journaling has been on my to-do list for like ever. And some people do really well with it. Some people don't. So find something that works for you. Even if it's just laying on the floor, 
Yeah. Think of what's truly going to help you because I think we think self-care and we think like bubble baths and going to get your nails done and get your hair done. That might not necessarily be self-care to you of just decreasing that stress. Like sometimes to me, that's just maintenance. (laughs) You know, like if time is a stressor, that's probably not going to be great for you. If money is a stressor, that's probably not going to be great. So find something that works for you. And it doesn't have to be something that everybody else is doing. Cause I think that too, I think some people are like, well, I don't have, I can't even do self-care because you know, they like, they're thinking it's these things like it's, you know, yeah. getting your head and your nails, your massage, you know, whatever, like those are great if you could do them. And if that's actually self-care for you, but it doesn't need to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laying on the floor costs nothing. <laughs> yeah. Breathing you're doing it anyways. So just take a little deeper of a breath. You know, it's, just try some of these things out and see how much better you feel. Like, I mean, I love Lindsay. She did a thing on stress. Like a, she did it in our M3 and I was listening to it again, like a couple of days ago. And she's like, how long does it take for like tension to be in your body from the time you wake up to like, you know, like how long is there before there's tension in your body? And I'm like, dang it. Dang it, Lindsay, like not long, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're just so stressed all the time and it really is affecting us. And then we get more stressed when we don't see the progress we want to make. And it's this vicious cycle. So stress increases belly fat, but increased belly fat also increases the amount of cortisol that you produce. And so it's like literally this vicious cycle. So anything that you can do to lower your stress is going to help. And I really hope that if you're listening to this, you're like, not thinking all hope is lost for you. If your life is extremely stressful, it's not, it's just finding ways to try to, maybe you can't decrease your surrounding stress, but like the stress that you have within and your stress capacity and your stress response. Yes. And I think a good question while we're talking about belly fat and everything here is we get asked a lot of how can I just reduce my belly fat? Like, do I just need to go do a hundred crunches every day? So Brianna, do you want to talk about like that spot burning? Oh, it's just, it's not a thing. And I mean that we get that all the time. You could Google that. You could Pinterest it. Like there's all kinds of things that are targeted. Like there's all kinds of do this to burn belly flat. Like this is how you get rid of it. It's not a thing. You can't, yeah, you can't spot burn, but what you can do is manage your stress. And that's going to have the hugest impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hands up, because yeah, you can't spot burn. If you, I always like this analogy. Like, if you could spot burn, then like anyone who chews gum would just have like a super thin, like sculpted face. You know, I'm like, that's a good point. You know, mm-hmm. or people who like to talk a lot, think about it. That's funny. That's not a thing. <laughs> no, that's really good. So yeah, yeah all these things, all the supplements, the ads that you see, any of the workouts, when they're screaming at you, do this to burn belly fat, like. You, that's not necessarily the case. There's probably things in it that maybe it's targeting your stress hormones or it's targeting building muscle in that area or something like that. Yeah. But it's not just going to melt away the fat. Like it says that's marketing. One of the best things that you can do though right now is to make a list of three things that you're going to try this week to reduce your stressors. Be realistic with yourself and really think what's going to help you. And again, it can be as simple as laying on the floor or breathing in your car. (laughs) Yeah. Making a brain dump Mm -hmm. saying no to something. That's another thing too. Like we're just such yes people. If there's something like say no, you know, like the world's not going to end. You're allowed to say no. You're allowed to have those boundaries. You don't need to be doing all the things all the time. You know, 
really like making time to like maybe replace what you would have done for that two hours with whatever event that was that you don't really care about, maybe replace that with doing something you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Saying now having boundaries. And that's a, I think that's a more complex one. Like, I don't think that people start with like, I'm going to start with my stress and have no bound, you know, like people just don't usually like boundaries aren't a first, but think about it. Like what's something that really is causing you stress all the time, or what's something that's making you feel very busy because maybe you don't, maybe you don't connect that with that being stress, but think about what is something that you're just extremely busy with, or you feel like you have to do and then evaluate, do I need to do it? Or how can I reduce being so busy? That's another good one. And even thinking about these normal everyday stressors that we think about when we first say stress, like the friends, the families, work, school, housekeeping things. Also, it's going to be like the under eating, the working out too much, having an injury, lacking sleep, these different things. So if you're like, okay, I'm really bad about getting seven hours of sleep every night. Maybe that's something to start with. Yeah. So just figuring out where it is you can start. You don't have to be perfect at this. Figure out what is going to help you the best. And I think another good little tidbit to add here that I'm just going to like leave people hanging with because there's, we could go one way deeper with it, but I'm not going to, if you're someone who drinks alcohol every day, stop doing that. And a lot of people, I bring that up because it's like a deep stressor for a lot of people. And I know it feels like you're relaxing in the moment and whatever, but it's not actually decreasing your stress. So maybe try that. Like Bailey said, if you're someone who's not sleeping, very good. Start there. If you're someone who has like your nightly glass of wine, maybe don't do that. Cut that down. See what happens. That's it. Like I said, I was hanging. (laughs) There's so much we can unpack there. And like, we'll go into alcohol later. I'm not saying alcohol is terrible, but it really does lead to stress. Mm -hmm. Even though it feels like it's not, I just say that because it's a coping mechanism for stress. That should not be on your list of stress relieving things, to be quite honest. Okay. That's all we're saying about that topic. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> no, all right, everybody. You guys could do this week. Find three things. Yes. That's all. Three things. Yeah. Three things. Try one of them out. You don't have to do all three things. Just try one out and see if it works for you. If not, move on the next thing. So try them out. Let us know how it goes. Messages on Instagram. Again, you can find me at new crew nutrition and Brianna at the mom and nutritionist. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what stress relieving things you're doing. And we hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Short sips and to the point. Thank you for joining Mocktail Minutes. Be sure to subscribe and follow to keep up with the latest episodes. You can find us on Instagram at New Crew Nutrition and The Mama Nutritionist. If you have a topic you want to learn more about, send us a DM. See See you you next week. week.